Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Wednesday, and Friday. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please follow us on social media, write us a review, and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. That way, you can play a single episode and fall asleep without another one automatically playing. This episode is supported by what you see behind closed eyes. Tonight, I'll be reading another excerpt from L. Frank Baum's The Sea Fairies, picking up more or less where we left off. Baum is best known for The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. The Sea Fairies is a magical underwater fantasy following Mary Griffiths, nicknamed Trot, as she fulfills her wish of seeing a mermaid for the first time. Her adventure is filled with a journey through an underwater kingdom where she meets kings, queens, and villains along the way. When we left off, Trot and her old sailor friend, Captain Bill, are paddling on a rowboat along the shore and looking at sea games. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, 
take a few deep breaths. She knew all the caves well, and so did Cap'n Bill. Many of them opened just at the water's edge, and it was possible to row their boat far into the dusky depths. And here's Echo Cave, she continued, dreamily, as they slowly moved along the coast. And Giant's Cave, and oh, Cap'n Bill, do you suppose there were ever any giants in that cave? Pairs like there must have been, Trot, or they wouldn't o named it that name, he replied, pausing to wipe his bald head with the red handkerchief while the oars dragged in the water. We've never been into that cave, Cap'n, she remarked, looking at the small hole in the cliff an archway through which the water flowed. Let's go in now. What for, Trot? To see if there's a giant there. Hmm. Aren't you afraid? No. Are you? I just don't believe it's big enough for a giant to get into. Your father was in there once, remarked Cap'n Bill. And he says it's the biggest cave on the coast. But low down, it's full of water, and the water's deep down to the very bottom of the ocean. But the rock roof's liable to bump your head at high tide. It's low tide now, returned Trot. And how could any giant live in there if the roof is so low down? Why, he couldn't, mate. I reckon they must have called it Giant's Cave because it's so big, and not because any giant man lived there. Let's go in, said the girl again. I'd like to explore it. All right, replied the sailor. It'll be cooler in there than out here in the sun. We won't go very far. For when the tide turns, we mightn't get out again. He picked up the oars and rowed slowly toward the cave. The black archway that marked its entrance seemed hardly big enough to admit the boat at first. But as they drew nearer, the opening became bigger. The sea was very calm here for the headland shielded it from the breeze. Look out for your head, Trot, cautioned Captain Bill, as the boat glided slowly into the rocky arch. But it was the sailor who had to duck, instead of the little girl. Only for a moment, though. Just beyond the opening.